Don't you think you're going to be kind of busy while in labor? Casey asked. The girl shrugged and pressed her knuckles to the small of her back. I'm sure I'll have copious hours to seduce a senior citizen during baby massage classes or kinder music or something. Kinder music? Sure, I'll bet there are scores of doctors with flagging libidos and receding hairlines who'd give their false teeth for a spunky trophy wife with a ready-made family. Casey lifted one brow. Spunky? Emily grinned. Some consider that a euphemism for challenging. Casey tried a daunting scowl, but in the half year since Emily's arrival at the Lazy, she had not once managed to quell the girl's indomitable spirit. It hardly seemed worth her effort now. There's something wrong with you, she said instead, and tried at least to quash her own grin. I concur, Emily said. Headley had stopped his mount to speak to a bleached blonde. The tramp stamp on the small of her back was almost entirely visible, thanks to the shirt that barely reached her belly button. Like hormonal overload and swollen ankles. This has been a pretty great gig, though, huh? She asked, and slipping an absent hand over her belly, she glanced around the bustling property. In the past few months, the lazy had undergone a host of changes. Fences had been added, buildings had been re-roofed, and the chicken coop that had once been a bunkhouse had, with the help of kindly neighbors, been restored enough to house guests who wanted a chance to experience ranch life. Casey had no idea how things had gotten so out of hand. After her father's unexpected death, she had fully intended to sell the ranch and hightail it back to her life in the city. But a few unforeseen circumstances and the surprising arrival of a trio of teenagers had convinced her to stay a while, maybe take in a few paying guests, perhaps give a couple of horseback riding lessons. But then, one of those above-mentioned guests had suggested a symposium on cattle sorting. Emily had come up with the grand notion of inviting equestrians from other disciplines, and suddenly they had a dozen little-known sports represented and scores of vendors. I don't even know how all these people heard about us, Casey admitted. She also wasn't sure how she felt about having so many people on her private property, but the extra income was more than welcome as was all the help that had been so freely given over the past few months. There was rarely a day that some generous neighbor didn't amble past her after planting a new post or mending an antiquated implement. It's called the Internet, Emily said. If you'd come in from the barn every once in a while, maybe you would have heard of- Hey, she said, employing an exaggerated drawl as she smiled up at the man on the blue roan. That was some mighty fancy shooting. If those balloons were desperados, the townsfolk would have been to star on your chest by now. Thanks. Brooks Headley glanced down at them from his stout gelding. Not past his 25th birthday, he had unruly blonde hair curling out from beneath a stiff felt hat. To Casey, his round face and pointy goatee always made him look a little more like a billy goat than the old West Sheriff he hoped to emulate, but he seemed extremely popular with the female faction. It's hotter than the 4th of July out here, huh? Climate change, Emily said. He shifted his head, camel-colored hat tilting a little. What's that? Climate. Never mind, Em said, making Casey think she really must be attracted to Brooks if she wasn't going to venture into her environmental spiel. Want some cider? It's made from the lazy's own raspberries. Sounds great, he said, and swung his leg over the gelding's hindquarters. 
His fringed chaps flared for a moment before settling around lean thighs as he took the glass she offered. He drank it in one gulp, not seeming to notice that the cup was made of 100% compostable material. Emily was hell on wheels when it came to details. That's not half bad, he said, eyeing the empty receptacle. What do I owe you? Not a thing, Em said. We just appreciate you coming to the lazy. That's awful nice of you, he said, and shuffled his well-polished boots, setting his jingle bob spurs to jangling. Well, I guess I should be getting over there. He jerked his goatee toward the wooden water tank that sat at the base of the windmill. Folks will want a pet smoke here, he said, and nodding a farewell, sauntered away. The blue roan followed. Some folks might want to be petting you, Emily murmured to his back. Emily, Casey scolded softly. What? she asked, and tilting her head a little, watched him walk away. He's got hindquarters like well-watered garlic cloves.